Hello, my name is Jo and this is still my podcast with yet another new name. How are we all doing? I'm going for a fresh start for the new lunar year. January feels like a bit of a dress rehearsal. Mine didn't go too badly actually, but I'm thinking it could go better. And I'm feeling, is it Mercury going direct again? Because I feel revived today. I feel clearer. I feel like I want to communicate and that I've learned some lessons from revisiting things. Uh, Today I've been messing around with my website to include more bits and pieces or at least have the potential to. Um, Temple Essences still have their own section. I'm loving working with those at the moment. I've got both yarrow and bindweed available in the store there. If you're interested, um, you can always ask me questions about those, how you use them, what they're for. It's all on the website, but um, yeah, any questions, please fire away with those. Also, if you've ever signed up to a newsletter on my site, and there's quite a few of you have, I know for sure that you've never received a newsletter because I've never done one. I am rethinking that a little bit in that I have recently subscribed to a couple of people on Substack because they're friends of mine and I want to, and I love their writing. And I love the option of having it delivered into my inbox because I don't use a lot of apps, but I use enough to not want to add another one to it. And it's really nice to check my email and it's there waiting for me. But yeah, having it into my inbox is a really nice option. And if that appeals to you as well, that's what I'm going to do as and when I write new blog posts. I don't know how often it's going to be. Not very, I wouldn't think. But I'm going to send them straight out to people. Obviously, that's not quite what you signed up for. So if you don't like it when it arrives, just hit the unsubscribe. No hard feelings. Fully understand. I've kind of played around with it a little bit. And obviously, if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. All this, trying to weave things in and give everything a place, is kind of a reaction to feeling that I can no longer kind of contain who I am. I've been working with bindweed flower essence, which is all about freedom and finding your way anyway, exploring your potential, getting some clarity. If you think about bindweed, people hate it, don't they? They tie it and they cut it back. They want to contain it. But in high summer, when you go out into the fields, if you're lucky enough to be able to go out into the fields, or maybe you have it in your garden and you hate it in your garden, which is fair enough, I guess. It just spreads and it looks like a, a, a sky full of stars. It just finds its way through and over and around everything. You can't stop that thing. It's going to find its way. It's going to light up that area. And that's very much the kind of vibe that I get from bindweed. And I'm feeling a bit like that. Uh, It's almost the opposite of Yarrow that was working around boundaries and for me became very much about feeling like a whole vessel that I could hold who I am and it didn't all leak out and I wasn't being bombarded with influence from other people that I could I could be a vessel for everything that I want to be, which is a beautiful feeling. And I'm so grateful to Yarrow for that. I, I guess bindweed is a natural follow on from that. It's like once you've become that whole vessel, what's your potential? That's how I'm feeling that um, it's time for me to explore my potential. Uh, Maybe it's just my age. Maybe it's my imminent Saturn return. I'm actually in my Saturn return, but it hits spot on. Towards the end of March, I think, for the first time, it does hit three times this year. And of course, it's an ongoing process anyway. But um, all these things are combining to make me feel very positive quite brave and just like if I want to do something I'm going to do it nobody really cares what I do so why do I think that they do why do I worry about that I think 
realising that I probably have at least inattentive ADHD has over a few months resulted in a subconscious unmasking whereby you drop the behaviours that you use to cover up your neurodivergence. When you've been doing it for nearly 60 years, it's very hard to separate those behaviours from what is really you. That's why diagnosis, I think, can be quite hard past a certain point because the edges merge too much. But it happens anyway, and it can take you by surprise. It has done by me. And once those doors are open, <laughs> you're not getting them closed again. And it's a lovely feeling to know that there is more acceptance around that now, or at least that there possibly is, that maybe not everything has to be explained so much and you don't have to apologise for who you are. Again, by this point in a life, it's very hard not to apologise for yourself. I really don't want to stop the unmasking and the freeing of myself. I've made myself palatable to other people for a long time, maybe my whole life, and that was my choice. I'm a very fortunate person. I was never told I was too much because I think my ADHD is not... I, I, I am a bit of a fidget, but I'm not massively hyperactive. Um, I can be quite impulsive, but it's not right out there. Mine is the daydreamy, inattentive or hyper-focused, or switching attention constantly. It's that variety. And that impacts me more than it impacts anybody else, I think. So yeah, I was never told that I was too much or that I should behave differently. I just decided that I should. And like I said, after decades, that feels real. Many women my age talk about not caring what others think anymore, and I so get it. Not in a dismissive, you can all go to hell way, just an urge to really express yourself that can't be held back anymore. And I've been lucky enough to have time, I think, to really spend some time looking at my teenage years um, and my adulthood. Um, my teen years were a bit of a road crash and uh, the bridge between my childhood and my adulthood was broken. And so I've been working on that. Journaling has helped me a lot with that. And I think I've rebuilt that bridge and that childhood and the things that I loved, the pleasure I got from things, that innocent joy. You tend to think, oh, well, that's all behind you. These are things, you know, of childhood and you can't have them as an adult. Well, yeah, you can. You absolutely can. So that's an aspect of what's been going on with me, too. And I'm really enjoying that. And on the other side, there's the I am mature. I am the age that I am. I am a coming into cronehood. I published a picture of my face as is on Instagram the other day. And I thought, you know, if I was still comparing myself to women in, say, their mid-40s and, and trying to not compete, but putting myself in that cohort, is that the right word, use of that word? I would feel pretty bad about myself. Not that I should care about what I look like or what anybody else looks like, but I do. But if I say, that's me, I'm nearly 60, I don't look too bad at all. I look pretty good for a nearly 60-year-old. I'll take that. And so accepting my age is, is key to my confidence and accepting the person that I'm becoming and have become. You, you never arrive, do you? I'm going to be changing until the day I die and way beyond. I have great plans. But, you know, I mean, I guess some of it is hormonal. If you've got less estrogen in your, in your system even on HRT. It's the oestrogen that encourages us to be and makes us soft physically and emotionally, loving, maternal, available, all those things that create 
a mother and reproduction and attraction and love and all that kind of stuff. And I have all those things still. Obviously, we all do, if, you know, in whatever way they manifest in the world. But there are edges now where the, the padding has simply eroded. And that's 100% natural. There are wild edges, hence the name of this podcast now. Not mean edges, but a clarity, a definition. You know, the carving away is, has happened and there are edges to that. Maybe you feel this as a far younger woman to me. Maybe two years of pandemic has led us here, but I... For me, I think it's a postmenopausal thing. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What else? I'm trying to convince myself to put my face on Instagram more. And I go through faces with this and I'll do it once and then I never do it again. But I do wonder, you know, I occasionally have younger women come to me in my DMs or email or whatever and say, I think I'm hitting perimenopause. What do you suggest? Do you have any resources you could recommend? Who do you follow? Who are these people? And I'm not very good at it. I haven't been very good at it. And I think that's something I want to be better at. And I also want to walk the walk. I cannot be saying, it's fine. You'll feel newly confident. There's a whole new life waiting out there for you. Once you kind of find your rhythm on the other side, and it can take years. I'm not going to kid anybody about it. It can take years. And it gets worse before it gets better, I think, for a lot of us. Some women sail through with no problems. I was not one of those women. I think the odds are that you won't be either if you are somebody who is going to go through menopause. Anyway, I can't be saying it's all going to be all these wonderful things and then with my actions be hiding because I don't like what my face looks like at this point in my life. Without the collagen, without the oestrogen, with decades of experience, with grey hair. I love my hair. Why am I embarrassed to put it up there? Why am I, do I put it up and go, oh my God, the state of my neck? But it's just the neck of a woman who's nearly 59. <laughs> I can't tell people that it's great and you'll be proud of yourself and you won't care about these things and then so very clearly care about them. So that's something I'm going to be trying harder to do. I'm not sure I'll be good at it. I am sure that I will be using filters until I feel more comfortable, probably. That is my next step into discomfort. Maybe bindweed will uh, will help me crawl through that, round it, <laughs> over it, under it, and spread my stars in that direction. Um, what else am I doing? Oh, I'm sewing, and I love it. I was rubbish at sewing at school. Did it at junior school, did it at secondary school. My teachers loathed me because I never followed a pattern. I couldn't keep the whole idea in my head. I would just kind of go firing ahead with it all and then go oh I shouldn't have sewn that bit up where's the neck hole gone oh I've sewn up the sleeves I've you know I haven't left a gap that I should have done this I was just atrocious and I really really wanted to be in the workshop where the boys were not because the boys were there but because the power tools were there and they were like melting iron and using big saws and drills and doing all sorts of exciting things like that we had a week when we were allowed to go and work in there and then we had to go back to making pies and sewing things. I mean, you know, this was the mid-70s. But, yeah, and sewing was never my thing. But I have come to really love it. There are certain YouTube channels of people hand-sewing that just, I just sit and stare at it. And I have found, at first, I couldn't do it. I was just all over the place. I thought I was doing it, but I wasn't. But I have found that slowing right down and trying to sew in a straight line, just a simple running stitch in a very straight line with evenly sized stitches, 
does me good. So I'm making some things and playing with that um, to have that feeling again. Because I feel like like a little kid at Christmas. It's like I do my work during the day and I carry out my responsibilities and I do the things I have to do for other people. And when I've done them all, I kind of, now you can sew something. And it makes me excited. It makes me really excited. And it is such a gift. It's very much a winter a thing too as well. Because, you know, in the house and cosy. And I have noticed that as we're getting a little bit lighter here now, the garden very clearly has been left to its own devices over winter. It's been asleep too, but it looks uh, it looks like it needs some help, some care. Um, I love a wild garden, but there's a difference between wild and tired and overgrown. And when you've got plants that have been planted on purpose and haven't found their own way there, and we've got probably still half and half of that, it can get one can get well out of control. It just needs some help. And the garden and I have built a really nice relationship where I will say, right, I'm going to do this for you. And you can have that bit. You do that bit because you do it much better than me. And I will take care of this bit. So I'm looking forward to that collaboration again with my with my plant family. It's been a rough winter in this house. I nearly caved. I have made promises that we'll do two more because that will get the child through the next level of her education and uh, then I have to be out of this house because I am done with the mildew and the cold and the drafts and the ridiculous bills and still being cold and the running water down the walls because of the condensation and every day just holding that at bay. This is an old house. It is what it is. But I came to the conclusion that perhaps it was ready for new people to love it for a while and to be able to do things for it that we can't frankly afford to. But already, you see, as soon as I can get in the garden, there's all my friends there and I do love them. I can't imagine being anywhere else. We shall see what happens with that one. So I will be helping the garden be strong and healthy and it will be doing the same for me. I guess that's all for now. Thank you for listening. I I am stunned and amazed and so grateful that when I log back in to upload a new episode after weeks and weeks and weeks, I'm still getting downloads. People are still coming and finding it and listening. And that's so lovely because it's just me rabbiting away. But I shall try to do it more often and try to bring something that um, brings a little joy. Why not? I hope you're all keeping well as you can. And you all have something to look forward to, however tiny. Yes, thank you for listening, and I will be back soon. Bye-bye.